I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap here. Not an hour and a half episode today, hopefully, but we had a great time doing the one yes, uh, last week, which was a lot of fun. Well, we had but a lot to cover is, last I'm week. I'm just saying, there's a lot to cover still for this episode, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Sadden. How are you? I am doing fantastic. The draft is, well, I shouldn't say the draft is over because yeah. I feel like we're still having ramifications from the draft. There's still a bunch of free agents after the draft. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're, we're in the midst of the draft, I guess, still. But I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I liked last night's show. Mm-hmm. I've been happy with everything going on. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to discussing it all. There's still some Fox USA plugins to do during the draft. So there's a lot going on. There's still some shows that didn't get a chance to get highlighted and supposedly get connected with the WWE in some way. So there's a lot still to go for the draft. I don't know what you're talking about. Was that you trying to be shady? Yeah. Were you trying to throw shade? Yeah. Because they threw a few tie-ins to their network partners during a premiere episode that was tie- that was based around People, two networks competing. It's over for us, us wrestling fans. It's over for us. We're afterthoughts. Anyway, show, let's get wait, into wait, this. Wait, thing. wait, wait. Let's get Mr. into this, Mister Dramatic over here. Please, I'm the dramatic one. Yes, please explain. Because which segment are you even talking about? There was like two of all them. of them. All from from SmackDown into Raw. I didn't like that they were seeming it, weaving in all like the hockey stuff, the soccer stuff, the football stuff, uh, whatever. The, 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 I don't know what else they got on there. But they. Posted. Did you understand what the point of the episode of was? Of course, I understood what the point of the episode it was. was just real fast. This idea of a war room. This idea of a draft. I guess I understood the point of the episode. But like, then why are you so mad about it? Because I didn't thing. like it. But you, but, was lame. Not, but not liking it and saying this signals the end for us as wrestling fans is very dramatic. Those are very different things. Yeah, that's what you got to do nowadays. You see Stephen A. Smith, who makes $6 million a year making these crazy statements. So yeah, but that's let's not, get we're, into We're it. not here to make nonsensical statements. I'm here to do what I want to do. You can do what you want to do. Do you want to get into this or not? Okay, this should be a Wrong. fun episode. <laughs> anyway, 
Raw, you liked it last night? I didn't like it last night. I, Shocking. I thought, I thought there were I'm two or three. Roka didn't like last night's episode based on this diatribe but over were, here. But there were three really great moments last night. But other than that, I just didn't like it overall. I like last night's Raw. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like draft stuff, though. I mean, I, 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 especially because the whole superstar shakeup was so botched on the last one that we really needed to, like, get back to separate brands. And so, um, yeah, I actually I really enjoyed last night's show, and I enjoyed okay. the draft stuff. Um, look, you should be happy that they left the stuff with, like, Psych and, and Real Housewives off of the show, and they just put it on the Internet. They had one thing with, like, or two things with, they, there, what? There was things with Real Housewives, even? That they put on the Twitter, on, on Twitter. All right, yeah, go ahead. So, like, that social content for... I'm sorry, Roka, I don't know if you know how television works. I don't know if you ever watched any network, Ugh. but literally every network does these types of things, especially with their sports content. Tell me what what's correlative to what we saw. NBC does it all the time. Don't just say everyone does it and have NBC no examples. NBC does it all the yes, time. so be specific. What did you see in NBC that does it all the time? NBC has synergy amongst their brands yes, and NBC again, Universal. tell me an example. Where did you see this? You need me to go specifically reference. Specific you can't just times. say a, a generality. I watch TV generally. I watch all the networks. But I watch NBC, and they have synergy amongst the brands. All of them. They have people on SNL. They have uh, when they do or when they're doing like a uh, they're when they you know when they have like a block of shows. They'll do like advertising all amongst themselves sure, and, uh, sure, during sure. big moments like Sweeps Week and stuff like that. I was. All on a fucking network show for five years on Channel 11, where we did synergy all the time. At TMZ, we at TMZ, I produced an American Idol sketch uh-huh. where the people from American Idol came into TMZ and we did a bunch of stuff with them. And then it was aired; it didn't air on on TMZ. It aired right. on American Idol, and they talked right. about it and dissected it on there. So it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not just making these things up and just throwing out my out of, out of my ass. I just think no. I just think what they're trying to do here is trying to bring le- quote unquote legitimacy. To the WWE, and no, it bothers me. Fox just That's got a the new way brand, and they're trying to advertise it to as many people as possible to bring different people in. Like, oh, you watch all these Fox Sports things? Hey, look at there. Troy Aikman's going to be on this show, so oh, you should I come get check the it out. logic. There's no need to explain I mean, the logic to me. I get it. Well, clearly, they didn't like it. <laughs> I cannot like the logic and still understand the logic. I know that, but being like. But say like, I like get past interference. Mad, I don't always like it. Mad that they had a Real Housewives sketch that was on a, a Real mad. talking about WWE. Just didn't like it. Uh, on the, you didn't even see it. I'm still like the idea. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Who's okay. the dramatic one now? Anyway, are we going to jump into Ross? Yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, we had a re- it was coming out from Denver, Maha, one of my favorite cities on uh, this con- in this country. Rather, uh, we had a recap of the stuff with the Fiend and Rollins because that's really what's consuming the WWE universe nowadays, especially of that terrible stuff ending at Hell in a Cell. Uh, interesting. We had a recap of the SmackDown so where he dragged him in to the uh, uh, ring there, and then we jumped into Raw. Do you like the new intro and the new song on Raw? Um. The intro I like. The song is a little. The song's a little flaccid. I wouldn't even say flaccid. It's just a little like new metal. It's a little like yeah. It, I mean, it's and not I get strong. it. And I get it. That's what Raw's always been. It's always kind of had like a new metal sound. But so it's it's whatever. I mean, like I don't I, mind the new metal sound. I just mind that it be have a little more force to it. Fair. This one didn't feel that. Force. The SmackDown theme is ten times better. Yeah. They have like an actual famous song. It gets you like hyped to start watching the show. Yep. It's, there's, it's, and the intro is better on yeah. Fox. I think. That's weird to me. Like, are they purposely kind of doing less with Raw than with SmackDown in terms of the effort and the attempt to make it be competitive? Oh, oh. something break? Oh, <gasps> something break? Yes. Tell me. Let's do it right here. Bischoff is no longer the executive director of SmackDown. Wow! Already, of course, Fox kicked him off. They announced that his name, Bruce Pritchard, the executive director of Friday Night SmackDown, reporting directly to CEO Vince McMahon. Pritchard oversees the creative development of Friday Night SmackDown and Fox, and sure integration Breaking across news. all platforms and lines and business, replacing Eric Bischoff. Wow! This mean Bischoff's Whoa, done? Oh, I don't know. Wow! Whoa! Pritchard's an interesting cat. <laughs> Pritchard has his, his thumb and his fingers, rather, in a lot of pies, that Pritchard. Oh, wow. Incredible. Oh, man. Okay, uh, let's get yeah. into that while I'm texting someone to have this. Sure, uh, sure, sure. To have him write this. Uh, all right, well, Becky Lynch starts this out. She comes out, does a nice little promo, and that's how you want to kind of start this Raw. You want to get your one of your top stars to come out and start talking stuff. Uh, and then Charlotte Flair comes out, interrupts Becky, because they have a match here coming up. Uh, Becky also mentions that Sasha Banks, in essence, is medically not medically clear to compete, so that's why we're not continuing this feud at this time between her and Sasha, because you imagine this would have carried on for maybe 
couple of more pay-per-views. Anyway, Charlotte and her go at it uh, verbally. Then Charlotte cold cocks Becky. And if you watch the close-up of that, it looks like she really hit her. And it was like, whoa! And then they get into it before the match even starts. And then the match starts. So, looking at all of this and what happened. And also, I want to get your thoughts on this too, Ryan. Do you like the new announced team for Raw as well? You know what? They're starting to gel a little better. I mean, I'm, yeah. Jerry Lawler and Dio are, are, are not, in my opinion. They're, yeah. they're, they're kind of clashing a little bit because I think Dio is kind of there for color more. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, for color commentary, uh, and, and I think that Jerry Lawler has always kind of been that as well. And him being kind of like the veteran voice is kind of clashing a little bit with Dio. Trying to, they're both trying to do color commentary, mm-hmm. it seems. Um, so uh, I like Dio and Vic Joseph. And I think Dio, it, it, both Vic and Dio are getting stronger as the weeks go on. Vic Joseph, I, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, right? This idea that Cole needs to move off Raw and blah, blah, blah. And they've made the decision. And it looks like it's working out well, in my opinion, as well. I like Vic Joseph. A bit, a bit loud in the suit choice last night, but I still like it. You're the host. You want to be the center of attention as the host. But Dio does a really nice job, I think. Lawler, you're right. Lawler's a weird choice to have there. I get it. You're kind of going back to the past to maybe bring in those fans who watched it initially 20 years ago or whatever and might want to take a chance on it again but I think this I think you got to get somebody else in there I really liked uh, I don't know why Corey Graves is off is he over at NXT now no, or no, is Smackdown. He, he's on Smackdown now I like Corey Graves better on Raw but I guess Smackdown's the Fox show it's, it's the new want, show want to put your, your, your people but I'd like someone else I don't think Jerry Lawler's permanent I, I oh, said good. that initially I, when I reported yeah. that he was going there I think Someone's they're, they're working on who his replacement is going to be What's that? Probably won't be me. But it would be. be, I can tell you definitively it's not going to be you because you haven't tried out or sent them anything. Yeah, I haven't sent them anything. And even in contention for it. I haven't even been in contention for it, no. Uh, Anyway, uh, what did you think of this whole opening? Thanks for shitting on my dreams, though. What do you think of this you whole thing? Do, do something whole beginning? in order to make attention for it. I am doing something. I'm holding this goddamn show. They're not watching this show. Anyway, <laughs> I would disagree. And you're not doing commentary on this show, so why would that be? You'd have to go do commentary in order for them to want you in to do commenta- I do commentary. I do commentary on your takes. Oof. Anyway, what do you think is opening promos, promo off, and then the, bad, then the battle um, between we get into the The promo's them. fine. I mean, yep. it was what it was. Yeah. I, uh, honestly, this whole opening to me, um, it, it was kind of like what we've seen already. I liked Charlotte kind of... Uh, you know, doing the like, oh no, you know, friends type thing, and then punching Becky was, yeah. was fine, um, and the match was good. I mean, these two are never going to have a bad match with each other. I know, right? No, I mean, I mean, I mean, like they're 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 great. They have great chemistry with each yeah. other. But I know that some people are tired of seeing them against each other. I think Becky is also tired yeah, of seeing probably. them against each Charlotte, other. And Charlotte alluded to it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, so um, it was it was it was not bad. Did you like the, the pin? Did you like the pin? It was fine. Yeah, I just don't like what's you know I. I feel like it was unnecessary to give Charlotte the ten, the ten time title reign if they were just gonna take it away from her. You know, I but get I'm it. I'm sure they didn't know with Sasha no, having the injury. No, I think they did. Oh, really? I think they knew when she when she won the title. From what I had heard, wow. The they plan was for, to give for her, her to drop it. It was it was more really? just for like a throw people off type thing, like you know, because she was going to Raw, so it was gonna like throw people off. Wow. That she had the SmackDown title. I think that was the reason they She's did. She's on Raw now. Right? Is that? I don't know if they drafted her. Did she, she did. Did she get drafted to Raw last night? Yeah. Okay. So, so her Charlotte, and Andrade, and Alistair, all well, them got, got the drafted list. to Raw. I just don't remember seeing Charlotte on she the list. She was one of the first ones. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, she was. All right. Hey, you're the reporter. I don't know. Clearly. Uh, Clearly, well, you're not good at note taking. Yeah, apparently, I'm not, I'm not. She was like, I think the second draft. Pick. How dare you? Uh, what was? Uh, oh yeah. All right. So this. this yeah. She's raw. She was the second draft. Pick. Cool. Yeah. Good match. Uh, um. And and the, the the you know, I just don't like it because you know she she the Bailey thing was great. The Bailey yeah SmackDown yeah yeah the Bailey stuff where she turned was fantastic. I, I loved every moment of it. It was long overdue. We've said it a million times on here. Um, done yep. perfectly. I just feel like you didn't need to have the title change. To do that because now her 10th title reign was meaningless. Yeah. So it kind of like diminishes the cool thing of saying like 10 time champion, you know? Right, right. Uh, So, I mean, that is kind of how I feel about that. Um, And and then furthermore, you kind of like her title reign goes even more down the drain when she kind of gets rolled up. But, you know, she loses to Becky Lynch, so it's fine. Um, And then, yeah, and the draft pick started. I thought 
This is two losses in a row for her. What are we? Are we concerned about this? Or no, is she such I mean, a legacy? It's not. It doesn't matter. You think her status is going down in WWE? I don't know. No, not in the WWE, but in the fans' eyes. The fans' eyes already hate. They are. They're already so mean about her, anyways, and think she doesn't deserve the spot she's in. That's fair. I, I don't. I, I don't. Say, I don't think that. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't say the fans overall feel some that way. Some fans. I think some fans. Vocal yes, fans. Agreed. Your generalization sometimes. sometimes. Anyway, all right. Let's. Move. <laughs> Sometimes. Can I can I have an argument with you about something else? Uh-oh. I fucking I'm sorry. I'm sorry Scott said. I'm hate the war room. I hated the war room. It I liked was it on so Smack- stupid. I liked it on SmackDown. There is no war room. I well but the point was that it was Fox and Raw. That was yeah. the whole, or sorry, Fox and 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 USA execs. I, I, which is what is whatever. But this idea of like, I just think it's ridiculous because a, it just strain it strains the level of credit because all of us who watch professional wrestling and watch the storylines, right? We watch it, we know it's a suspension of disbelief. But once you start bleeding in real stuff into this situation, then we start to get worried. Like, but sorry, wait. Like, Sergeant Slaughter was never on a field of battle coordinating people in the middle of a war. But wait, Fox executives and USA executives did have a big say who was on their roster. Yes, rosters. of course they did. So why is that bad that they, they filmed that? that? Film that. You want them to film actual business B- meetings? Better than Roka? something stupid like twenty people sitting around with props, going, "Oh no, we got the, we got uh, Roman Reigns." Like it was ridiculous. But it was for fun. It wasn't meant to be like anything more than just fun. It wasn't fun though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It was. Boring. I liked it on SmackDown. I did okay. not like it on Raw because it what? looked like the people had been sitting in the same room for four days, not changing or showering, and I was just concerned with for them. By the way, that's what an actual war room does look like in the NFL. They all look like then they haven't showered. Like the, the, no, because now you're real. defending it. Make up no, your mind, I'm John. Not defending Roca. it. I'm saying it's not real. I didn't like it. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon, did you like Stephanie? Are you all right? Is anything Wait, hold good? on. Okay. All right. Uh, other things, Stephanie coming out announcing the draft picks. Uh, I've got them all, most of them. Apparently, I missed Charlotte, but I've got most of them here, uh, and we can debate, uh, maybe talk about uh, how this all broke down. All right, Raw, the Kabuki Warriors, Rusev, Alistair Black, Cedric, Alexander, Eric Rowan, Humberto Carillo, Buddy Murphy, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, and Titus O'Neal. I mean, who is still talking about Titus O'Neal? But he was on there. Uh, what What do you think? Uh, wait, hold it, because I was looking at the no, no message. Um, I like. What intrigues you about this lineup on Raw? Did you just read the whole entire draft list uh, for the Raw stuff? Okay, I'll jump in the SmackDown. Um, so. I liked Kabuki Warriors going there. I think it makes sense that it was a smart draft pick. You get two for one. Um, yeah. Rusev made sense because he's got the whole Lana stuff going on. Uh, Alistair Black, I love because. He was kind of like, I, I feel like Heyman was the one who was really uh, understood that character. Right. And, 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 and so I like the fact that he is going to be uh, in that on Raw now with Heyman. Cedric also makes sense. He's been getting the push from Heyman. Uh, Eric Rowan was surprising, but yeah. I, I don't dislike because, once again, if Heyman is, you know, having as much influence as it seems like he may, um, you know, he's good at, at, uh, accentuating the the positives in someone instead of the negatives, and I think he'll be able to find what people, what the good in Rowan is, and 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 uh, accentuate that. Humberto Carrillo, I thought was very interesting because that guy's barely been on the roster. He's got signed in like, it's, yeah. I don't think he's he's barely been signed a year. When they said his name, I'm like, who? Yeah, he's barely been signed a year, but he's been killing it, and he's got a good look. Um, I'm excited, you know, to see you know him, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa. Um, yep. And the other cruiserweights who were now on the show all kind of mixing it up there in their own little new cruiserweight division on Raw. Can we have a conversation? Let's have a conversation about what I feel is happening here. It's interesting because SmackDown took the higher name to a degree profile people other than Becky. Becky went to Raw, which is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexa is on Raw as well, which mm-hmm. is an interesting choice. So if Fox and SmackDown are your A show... This, I find Raw is like just slightly below and then NXT, right? So is the latter going to be now NXT and then if you're good at NXT, you get to Raw. And if you're good at Raw, you get to SmackDown. Probably. Or is that, is that how they, you think they're well, setting no, it up? Well, no, because I don't think it's going to work or the way. Think I think it's all a lineal thing now. You at know? NXT and then jump to SmackDown. Or Raw or SmackDown. That's what I'm asking you. Do you think it's that way? I don't think you have it right. I think it's the same as before. It's just that just okay. Raw is now the B show. So your contention is it's the same as before? 
that NXT, if you jump, you can go either Raw or Smack. You yeah. Could, okay. See, my belief in what I think, who knows if it's true? They can tell if it's true. It feels like if you do well NXT, you get to you get to Raw. Then at Raw, if you do really well, stand out. Then you get to SmackDown. And it feels like there are other people at Raw, like Buddy Murphy, uh, Alistair Black, uh, Cedric, that they want to kind of work out here on Raw and get them way more over with the fans, more noticed by the fans, and then take a chance of them to move them up into SmackDown down the road. Does that not feel like a possibility? Um, no. Okay. All because right. it's just like normal. I don't know what cha- nothing changed. It feels like it's changed. It feels like it's, well, maybe it might, but it hasn't yeah. changed yet. I mean, okay. and I'm, they haven't officially said it's changed. No, it is, there hasn't right. been any change. Ron SmackDown are always on the same level. It's just that's like saying before the but plan Fox was you could go from NXT show to versus USA to Raw. That doesn't it doesn't work like that. But I feel like if you're going to put something on Fox, that's a network show versus USA, which is not. It's a cable show, so there's less viewers on on USA than there are on Fox. I just don't know what that has to do with the the. Being called up for over process. It's about status. If you're going to put you on the Fox show, that means you're ready for primetime. If we're going to put you on the cable show, that means you're close to ready for primetime, but not ready for primetime just yet. And that's what I wonder about. If there are certain, certain like newer talents that they're working out on Raw before they drop them on SmackDown. I mean, I, anything we'd say would be speculation. I don't. I okay. mean, there's no. There's that's nothing. There's you. nothing that's happened that has shown that that's right. something that's going to happen. Do you think that's possible? Is what I'm asking. No. Okay. All right. With SmackDown, you had Daniel Bryan, Bailey, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ali, Rude, and Ziggler, Miz, King Corbin, Shorty Gable, and Elias. Um, I, and also from last week, there's a. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, this is all raw stuff last night. Wait. Also, I left out some people in there because there's no Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. There's no. Uh, they were all done on SmackDown last week. No, Seth was last night. Was it? Yeah, Seth, okay. Charlotte, Andrade. Okay. Hold on. I have my list in front of me. I thought I had Andrade on here. You missed the first few. So uh, Seth Rollins, oh, Charlotte, Andrade mm-hmm. aren't on there. And Liv Morgan, I think. Yeah, uh, Liv went to Raw. Raw. Um, and so, um, I mean, there is. I don't know if that theory holds weight only because all those people are on the show. That's like saying Seth Rollins isn't ready for prime time. And no, stuff no, no, like no, no, no. But I think they want, I think the younger talent, they didn't take a lot of younger talent on to SmackDown. No, they didn't. They definitely yeah, took more. That's of the what I'm getting at. They definitely took more of the established people on to SmackDown. Yeah. I think that's because, you know, they're, they're not going to be trying uh, anything as experimental on SmackDown. Well, and that's my point. I think Raw is where they're going to w- try out the experimental stuff a little bit more to see if they can get the... And that has nothing to do with the call around, call, where people get called to, though, and stuff. That's just where I think that, like, I think that the people on Fox uh, are just... I, I, I just think that right now, in order yeah. to have the... Since they're going to be on Fox, they just want the established talent that's on there for the initial initial roster. Who surprised you not going to SmackDown? Um, Becky? I wasn't really that surprised by anybody. Alexa? No, I okay. wasn't. honestly, All I right. really wasn't that surprised. I was. I wa- I wasn't. No, okay. I, right. it makes sense. The people that were where they were, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. All right, the Viking Raider. Oh no, wait. For us, move on here to Andrade coming out with Zelina. Did you like this? Uh, nice to see them leaning into her, talking for him. I love now, this. This seems perfect now. Uh, and uh, Andrade gets the victory over Ali. It was a good match. A good match, decent match. Um, but I love the, the the presentation of of Andrade and Zelina when they yeah. came out. For some reason. I don't know if it was just the music playing the yeah. whole time that helped, but but or maybe it was just the words that Zelina said. I don't know if it was in that, it was more from her, or a script, mm. you know, more a Heyman or whoever type thing. But uh, uh, yeah, I thought this was actually did a great job of making them both seem great because it even means it even made Zelina look great because she was willing to make fun of Andrade's girlfriend right in front of him I know and that part cracked me up when she said that and Andrade went like hey and yeah. she was like, oh sorry 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 like, wow, it's a little weird that, that part cracked me up Andrade should have said something about Alistair Black um all right so the good match I don't know what you take from it Ali takes another loss honestly I don't know what's happening with Ali because I don't know how many more losses he can take because I think the fans I think the shine's off Ali oh there he's got to start he's going to become a jobber soon a glorified jobber soon or he's got to start getting some victories I feel like he's on the descent to heel turn it's going to happen eventually. yeah right he's lost way too many times since yeah. the whole Kofi thing happened he's going to snap yeah that's what I think yeah totally like he's Ryan, lost a lot 
like Ryan Satin snap. Like, oh, you're like, one to talk. I'm just saying, all right? I'm just, you know. All right, the Viking Raiders took on Rude and Ziggler. This was, uh, I thought this was a fantastic match. Uh, once again, one of the highlights, the three highlights, uh, three or four highlights last night. This was certainly a highlight. Really enjoyed them going back and forth. Um, and I was shocked that they put the belts on them on a raw show. I thought they'd wait for a pay-per-view, uh, maybe have some kind of controversial victory here so they had some leg to stand on to ask for a rematch for the belts. Uh, but... No, uh, they actually let the Viking Raiders win. Well, it made so, sense since they drafted Ziggler and Rude to SmackDown. Which right you find after. out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. So. Um, I liked it. Um, Good match, though. Right? Great, yeah, killer match. I think yeah. it was time. I think, okay. like, kind of like I had said, it's, it, it seems like we're going to get the AOP versus Viking Raiders, I think. It's yeah. my guess. I don't know that. I think that's, that's a good guess. statement. Yeah. They've been building up AOP. They've been building up Viking Raiders. Now Viking Raiders hold the titles. Um, AOP wants to come take their food off the table, you know? And yeah. so uh, I think that's where we're going to go with it. Uh, so I'm into that. Um, and I also felt like um, just the time had come for Ziggler and Rude to kind of not hold okay. the belts. I don't, I, as much as they were like, gel- as much as they are gelling as a team, um, I just don't think there was enough people into their pairing at the, at the current moment. I disagree with you a thousand percent. They okay. were fantastic. They're fantastic. I'm worried now that they're going to slide into obscurity again. Even they're going to be on SmackDown, that's good for them. But I worry. Like, I worry what they're going to do with them. Are they going to go for the SmackDown titles? Probably. Okay. That would be my guess. Okay. I, I guess they're, I'm guessing they're still going to be a team. Just don't break them up because I've really enjoyed the way they've come a, a, along as a team. I like their chemistry. And they, they just, the, the timing in the ring, they work really well together. Yeah, no, they weren't bad. I just don't know if it was like... Getting people pumped. They were they were definitely very able. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. I just don't know if anyone was like super pumped to see them in matches and stuff. Right. That's more kind of what I was thinking. Do you think if they turn face, they'd get even more like over? Um, say it again. Do you think if they turn face, they get more over on a SmackDown roster? Um, like if the fans would get all behind a no, room. I don't know if there's any. I honestly don't. It okay. just depends on the booking. Okay. It's fair really enough. on the booking, not not the wrestlers. I don't okay. think. Um, the, the Rude and Ziggler are very able. Okay. They just need to get the right storyline behind them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, again, we had Colin Joseph, Michael Che did a little weekend update. Let's talk about all of them. Obviously, I complained about it at the beginning, but let's honestly just talk about them. Uh, we had the NFL Sunday, which was really uh, cool to see those old dudes talking about wrestling. That was kind of fun. I enjoyed that one. Uh, the NHL one was a little weird. Uh, I thought the Premier League one totally worked because Sheamus had been on there, and I'd watched Sheamus because I'm a Liverpool fan since the 90s. I watched Sheamus on there with his Liverpool shirt, repping Shakiri. Uh, uh, and so that was awesome to see using that footage from something I'd seen weeks ago uh, as w- a way of like pushing this thing forward. And uh, one of the dudes on there was uh, doing the Mike, uh, this is awesome type chant, which I thought kind of so worked. So you liked the sports content? Con- a couple, a couple of them I enjoyed. The overall general thought of it, though, I didn't like. That's what I'm getting at. So execution could still be good, even though I don't like the general idea. Uh, then what was the other one? Oh, then the Colin Joseph, Michael Che one, which was kind of weird. Um, then what else? Is there another one I'm missing? There wasn't really that many. That's why I was so confused that you're hanging over because now you just said you liked one of two of them. Mm. I did. I liked. Well, that's soccer. What can I tell you? They showed you Liverpool. What am I gonna do? Not gonna like well, it. I like Jurgen Klopp. Well, I like SNL, so I watch it every you weekend. Do. And you think everyone's it. famous on SNL? We just saw Bennett in here, and I freaked out in my head. Like, you oh, Beth Bennett's doing the thing right before us. So I liked it when SNL people were on there. So yes, I defended. And I don't even watch sports, and the sports ones made me laugh. So boohoo! Yes, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't watch sports. All right, huh. did you? But you like so you like the weekend update one? Yeah, they were okay. fine. I okay. think you know. Michael, Michael Chains are real fans, so are, it's cool to me. Yeah, he is. That's right. Are they laying the groundwork that... I mean, back again? Yeah, I think next so. week, next year? All right, all right, because they show the footage and stuff. Uh, was there, there wasn't another one? No, there wasn't another one? Last night? Yeah, I feel like there was another one that I'm missing in my head. Oh, well, I should have wrote them all down. I apologize, y'all. I don't think there was. Uh, Alistair Black took on Eric Young. We got to talk about this. Okay. First of all, Alistair Black's nice to see him in the ring. He what? Nice to see him in the ring. Yes. Nice to see him not have to beg for a match. Yes. Or someone to come get him. But Eric Young, man, what was this? What do you mean? I mean, it was such a quick victory in essence, and it was such a kind of lame tap out. Eric Young is a good goddamn wrestler, and he has a reputation and a legacy. Why don't you cater to that legacy a little more? Give him a hor- more hard-ass match. Maybe a match that stands out and makes people be happy to talk about Eric Young and Aleister Black afterwards. I sometimes feel like you don't understand that some shows are formatted certain ways for certain reasons. This show... Show me when Charlotte ever does that. Go ahead. Yes. This match was not 
done to showcase Eric Young. So don't put him in it. There are plenty of jobbers you could throw around and give Who to should put they in the ring. To, 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 uh, because Eric uh, to Young be- has been on TV, and I love Eric Young. I, I literally said on Twitter. Let finish. I, I literally said on Twitter the other day that I hope he gets more opportunities. This is but not an opportunity. This match was done to showcase Aleister Black. Right. To showcase the new hot draft pick they got who's going to be getting a push on Raw. Mike Kanellis. Put him on there and have him take the job. Mike Kanellis requested his release yesterday. Yeah, who cares? He's still still on the contract. Doesn't mean he has to go to work. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. If you're under contract, you show up. If you don't show up, I find you. If you, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. No. So any wrestler at any moment can le- can not show up to work. Yes. And they won't. And they just don't get paid. Yes. And then their contract is iced out. Right. And, they, and then they're just they can't work. Okay. Is Leo Rush still in the company? Some people get paid to stay at home. Leo Depends Rush, on how the situation works. Leo Rush could have taken the loss. Leo Rush did take a loss when he went home. And no, I'm saying any of those 205 Live guys could have been fodder for uh, but Leo Rush, over you're Eric Leo Young. Rush, who just won the Cruiserweight Championship, should have been used as a jobber? Uh, I guess not. But over Eric Young, who hasn't been guys. used on TV in a long time? But that's the problem. Do you even watch the show that you're covering sometimes? There you go. Uh, no, I don't watch 205 Live. Sorry, pal. He's I not don't on watch 205 that. Live. He's on Neither NXT, which we talk about on here. All right. No, I don't talk about NXT. You do. Because it's one of the most popular shows in wrestling. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, the point is that I just didn't like them using Eric Young in this way because they already pissed I'm away just saying this point the, the sanity the, situation. The whole point of the show is draft picks get picked then they get showcased some of them to show what the new draft pick does. But I'm saying does. why crap on Eric Young? It's, it's not like Eric Young has been getting this giant Buddy push. Murphy and Cedric Alexander have a fantastic match later on in the match. You Buddy Murphy done and that. Cedric Alexander have been getting big pushes. I mean, oh, sorry. Cedric Alexander has been getting a push. You can start Buddy a push Murphy, anytime. they want a push. That's why he won. But you can start a push anytime you want. You but they're not really... starting to push for Eric Young. That's why they treated him this way right now. That's my point. Your point is that they should have been pushing more people on a night when they were pushing a yes. bunch of people. Yes. Not everybody gets to win. Some people's job is to lose. You don't have to win. You have to have a good match and a fucking interesting match that they shows up that you can They actually gave Eric Young more offense in this match than they have given Eric Young on TV in like a year. Still wasn't enough, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Like, finally, like Eric Young wrestle on TV in some capacity. He doesn't get jobbed out in a minute, and you're over here like mad that he didn't that they didn't let him put on a six star match and, and for some reason. Yeah, it's raw. Yeah. I don't know if, if you watch the show that you're covering, but that's not the show you're covering. That is the show I'm covering. If you want to watch twenty minute matches, that's, that's probably a dynamite thing. Like. That's an NXT thing. You should be watching NXT if you want to see 20-minute matches. You should be watching Dynamite. Raw, this is the things that happen on Raw. I think there are certain wrestlers that should get those five-minute, three-minute matches, and there are some wrestlers that don't. There was a five-minute match. I'm saying some wrestlers don't, if you let me finish. I think Eric Young should have been in a longer match with Aleister Black, because I hate to break it to you, this does not sell Aleister Black, okay? Stupid promos in a dark room does not sell Aleister Black. 20-minute matches sells Aleister Black to the main public who uh, didn't watch NXT. Mm. So a 20-minute Aleister Black-Eric Young match would have sold them both really well to fans. That's my point. But the point. purpose of this match wasn't to sell Eric Young. The purpose of this match was to showcase yes. so showcase that he Black. Can, showcase that he can overcome. You're, if you're showcasing both of them, it doesn't yes. make out. The point is to make Aleister Black look like a monster. If he gets the victory, then it does, a monster? Yes, the point of this match is to make Aleister Black look like a tough opponent. I've never seen Aleister Black be a monster in my opinion. He's a great wrestler. The guy who comes monster. up from a crypt who knocks people out with a kick to the face, yeah. sometimes in a minute, is not considered no. a monster. Strowman is a monster. He is not a monster. Do you know how big Aleister Black is? Yes, but he's not a monster. Okay. <laughs> this is not my opinion. This is my opinion. All right. You need uh, to get some rest today. No, I just have a different opinion of yours. That's welcome to America. All right. The Street Profits, they fought. Uh, oh, I mean, they were. I was, I was watching the promo and I wrote down when do they get a chance to finally effing fight? Then the OC attacks them. So this is exciting. This is where you want the Profits to be. Yes. With a, against a faction like this. Who comes in with the Street Profits against the OC? That's three on two, man. That's a good question. Um, I mean, I assumed it was going to be Cedric Alexander or something mm. like that, and just re, you know, bring back the the AJ Styles dude. Hopefully, though, I don't know. That works. Um, that works. It could be. It could be a free agent. One of the people in the free agent pool, maybe okay. like a Cesaro or something like that. But I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's my guess is uh, either that or maybe EC3 since he had the cup thing and maybe they'll try a face turn for him, but I doubt. EC3 could have lost to uh, Alistair Black last night. EC3 and Eric Young are literally in the exact same position on the roster right Mm. now. And if anything, EC3, I love Eric Young, but EC3 has way more promise because of his age right now and, 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 and the fact that a lot of people are wondering why He's, you know, hasn't been used at all much more than Eric Young. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love Eric Young and I love EC3, but to say that EC3 has less promise than Eric Young I didn't is very short. Time. What do you get? You're saying that EC3 should have lost it quickly, but Eric Young couldn't have. Yeah, I think Eric, Eric Young hasn't been on TV in a year. That's the that's again that's the point. Eric Young hasn't, so give him some shine. EC3 has the shine already. Give him some because people are frustrated he hasn't been used correctly. Give Eric Young a little more shine. That's all I'm saying. Um, I love the Street Profits being interrupted by OC. I think, honestly, I think they've done a fantastic job with what they've done with mm. the OC. Or, sorry, sorry, with the Street Profits. Agreed. Uh, I think that... It was getting to the line, and then they finally gave him somebody to fight. Yes, so I'm it was excited finally, about people really wanted to see it happen, yeah. and I think their exit on NXT was great. So, yeah, I'm very happy they finally have a feud. We got to see them finally have a serious streak, finally, at the end of it. Yes. Um, when, they, when it came up later. So, yeah, I thought, all around, fantastically done with the, with the Street Profits. All right, I want to see where it goes. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Ricochet takes on Sheldon Benjamin. Isn't this a rematch from... Uh, last week as well? Uh, was it? Ricochet and Shelton? I thought it was, and Ricochet got the victory again. I don't think that's a rematch. All right. I could be wrong, though. Do you watch the show you're covering? Uh, Ricochet, I, don't think that, I don't think that was one from last week. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Ricochet defeated him. Uh, this was fine. This was good. Once again, here's a Shelton Benjamin. Got some offense on, on, on uh, Ricochet. Eventually, Ricochet gets the victory. Uh, anything to say about that? Um, no. Not um, much was accomplished. It was just a good match for pushing Ricochet. I agree. Right? Yes. Yeah, all right. Uh, all right. Lana, I'm going to take you. You can take this. Whatever you want to say. Lana, uh, Lana we'll and Bobby Lashley. I'm posting the Bruce Pritchard thing. Sure. Lana and Bobby Lashley. There's the setup. Uh, something about a massage. Something, tell, something about... You hated Something it about Bruce. Oh, God. This whole storyline is fucking stupid. Uh, the whole thing with the massage and everything like that. It was ridiculous. I just didn't like it. Um... I don't like it. I don't like it. I know Lana. Look, I love Lana. I think she's a fantastic character. I loved her as the Russian thing with uh, with Rusev when she first came. Then there was all called those things about her accent, which is real, what isn't real. We know she's an American person from Florida. She's not uh, actually Russian. But uh, I don't know if this is the route that I wanted to go that I really enjoy. This whole like kind of like, is this really, you meant just the other week, is this really about her trying to motivate Rusev to be a fighter? Is this a problem with Rusev? I've never known him to be weak at what he does. Rusev is a, that's a monster. Rusev is a monster. And so you could look at this situation and go like, okay, well, what does this do messing with Bobby Lashley? I get that you helped to put Bobby Lashley in a storyline. It does get Rusev and Lana back on screen. But look at Leandrade and Zelina. That is the combo. Those two are a combo that works really, really well. Just bring them back, book them correctly, package them right, and they'll be fine. I don't understand any of this Lashley stuff. <laughs> I loved the Lana Lashley segment. Uh, I loved all these things with Lana Lashley. Look at, I, when I look at WWE, I look at it as um, a soap opera. Like it's, got, it's like a drama. It's got a bunch of things. Like If I wanted like your, your old-fashioned wrestling show, I could watch indie wrestling that doesn't have storylines that doesn't have as well that doesn't have you know these types of things on it i can get that fixed through watching indie wrestling or going back and watching old 80s wrestling and stuff but you know i like i I have no problem with an attractive woman making sex jokes in a five-minute segment i doesn't make me like clutch my pearls because an attractive woman is making sex jokes with another guy that's what people have a problem with what do you think they have the problem with? I think they have a problem with the whole stupidity of it all. The him cheating on his or husband is some kind of storyline. People think it's stupid. It's not about her making sex jokes or whatever. Nobody but gives like, a shit about those that. Those types of things that are dealt with in like tons of television. Yeah, shows. but it came out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. There's no. What way. do you mean? Logical reason. On Rusev like ten to, like five times. Like literally. Five different storylines have revolved around Lana cheating on Rusev. So that makes the point even more so that it's a tired old storyline done already five other times. <laughs> I love that you just like you just changed the way your argument is going. You're giving just me to ammunition. Work with what do you want me to do? Not no, use it? No, because you said the exact opposite of that before. It came out of left field. Never happened. Oh, happened no, no, five I didn't times. say it never happened. Well, I said it came tired. out of left field. That's why people field. don't like it. I said it came out of left field. I said it never happened. That's. Uh, I said it came out of left field. It because, like out of nowhere she's got a thing for Lashley. It just came out of nowhere. They were. If you follow them on social media, they've been gone for like six months and not posting 
anything oh, no, together. I know that about Lorelai and four Rusev. Yes, so the Lashley thing field. came out of nowhere. They left TV. Right, I and know they that. weren't seen together for right. four months. I know. I'm saying the Lashley thing came out of left field. Nobody saw. Nobody. There was no illusion. Anything. Lashley needed a mouthpiece. There it is. Is that not bad? No. Uh, or is that bad? I don't know because we loved when Leo you're was- saying she's doing it to motivate Rusev. So which is it? Is it doing to motivate Rusev or is it doing to be a, a mouthpiece for Lashley? I think it's both right so now. So it's both. That can't be both. How what can it not be both? Because she's trying to get Rusev to be better so she can come back to him. She doesn't. So why would she be Lashley's mouthpiece if that helps for Lashley? For now, she's, being, she's, helping him, she's helping add some personality to Lashley to help with so the storyline. Is she helping Lashley or using Lashley? Both. That she's a heel. Do you not? Let's the next Yeah, you are on it. one today. I, I you, those are it's definitely things that are not that are that that do not go against each other. That you can definitely yes, do both do. those things. You like you praised AEW for for the, for doing that and 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 the, and, 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 and and everything. And then MJF comes right heel. MJF comes right out to save the good guys. You don't got a problem with that? I didn't see that, so I don't. Okay, I can't well, speak enough. about it. I can't but, speak I mean, about like, it. It's not a thing that isn't happening on wrestling shows where there's like. I mean, and I, I didn't love that they did that, but I'm just saying at least this was done in a comical way that's clearly being done as a thing that she is but this using like- to hype up her husband while at the same time giving some personality to Lashley. Lashley mm-hmm. being the guy that steals people's wives that's a fun gimmick that he's like that he's, he's walking around cucking dudes wives i don't know i think it's funny yeah well all right fair enough i'm not uptight I, someone can send me a picture of poop and i'll that laugh at it that doesn't make you uptight to not like this crap to stop, be stop pushing well, that bullshit well, storyline like oh you know, it's to someone cheating on their no, wife it's just or husband. Dumb. It's like as if she's actually cheating on her of husband. Not it's a, it's a storyline. It's a dumb storyline to get them ahead, uh, get them over again. Exactly. I think it's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a, a silly storyline story to get them over again. Right. A dumb storyline, not a silly. Silly implies it could be fun. Dumb. Means I've useless. lasted all of it. So yeah, fair enough. There you go. That's why we disagree. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean we have to like everything. And I guess I guarantee you, it's getting other people talking and watching. That's why it was segment. Sure, That's why it was put at the top of the hour for all the wrong reasons. What are the wrong reasons? Again, because it's dumb. They, they, people are watching and talking about it because it's yeah, dumb? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Well, mission accomplished if they're watching and talking about it. I guess so. It. Yeah, sure. Don't watch and don't talk about it. Well, we have to. It's part of the I show. <laughs> well, no, I have to on this stupid show. Anyway, all right. I mean, I, mean, I have to talk about this on this stupid show. What am I trying to say? I now you're insulting our this. own show on here. I meant to say I've talked about this Jesus stupid storyline on this show. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. All right, anyway, Tyson Fury. Let's go to something I really like. This Tyson Fury, which I didn't expect to like. Honestly, I was dreading, dreading, dreading this, and it turned out really well. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Right? I feel the exact same way. I was, I was also dreading this. Yes. I was like, wait, contract signing with Jerry Lawler, like... We already, in our minds, they had a whole press conference for it. Shouldn't that have already been yeah. signed? Yeah. Shouldn't that have been locked down already? Like, we, in, in this kayfabe world. So I was also dreading it. Also, because contract signings are always so cut and paste. You like know what's going to You know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I liked, you know, them both being like, I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of you. Now we're going to fucking kill each other. Right. <laughs> and I liked with Braun just smashing the table with his fist like that. And, and, uh, Tyson Fury with that pen thing It was so silly But it made me laugh so much It was much. perfect because it was such shade He's it like I don't, shade, have to throw, yeah. I don't have to show you how powerful I yeah. am Here boom Yeah, It was perfect Yeah yeah no I, I like, like that. that I liked it a lot I, thought it was, I, I tweeted about how you know I honestly didn't know a lot about I didn't was not I know who he was yeah. But I was not super familiar with Tyson Fury uh, prior to, to his involvement with WWE. And honestly, in just this sh- short time that he's done things with WWE, he's made me want to watch this fight. As silly as the press conference thing was for Crown Jewel. Oof. Uh, did you watch that at all? Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing with Braun when they're just like doing this. Yeah. Like, that was weird. It was so awkward because it was just so silent. It was yeah. like they're in a giant arena in silence just going like, at each other. And I'm sorry. And I, you can get one back at me if you want. No, but, but I was dying watching that but honestly this whole thing has been so like over the top yeah and 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 the fact that it looks like they could be brothers almost to a certain degree like like they that's my other favorite part about it is because i honestly believe at the end of all of this we're gonna get a stepbrothers moment where probably tyson and braun realize that they're actually best friends and they have tons of room for activities and they're just gonna they're just gonna start doing things together as a team Mm. to where i feel like at wrestlemania we're gonna get Braun and Tyson as a team together against someone else. I brought this up on Sports Time. I made it the last show, last story of the show. 
yesterday. It counts. We, of, course, of course. And my, once again, I raised my concerns that I raised on our show, which was like, is this a dangerous situation for him? Also, what are the optics on this doing this in Saudi Arabia with the stuff about Saudi Arabia and against women? Like Tyson's a guy who's supposed to be an advocate for these other causes. This looks bad, I thought. And if he gets injured, it could look even worse. It could be career threatening. So, uh, but Matt said the same thing you said. It's not like he's jumping off the top rope, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yeah, but there could be body slams. It could be injuries. Because remember, Strowman hit Lesnar on accident, and Lesnar, Lesnar clocked him in the head to show him, hey, stop messing around. And so I wonder if this could be a situation, too, where, you know, fighters are fighters by instinct. They're trained to do things on instinct. If Strowman makes a mistake on Tyson, is Tyson going to hit him on for real? These are concerns and break his hand or something. These are concerns that I would have uh, going into this situation. It'll probably turn out just fine, but someone's got to say something about concerns here in this situation because this is not a guy who's out like Velasquez, retired, he's done. Whatever he does here, he does here. But like Tyson is set up for a rematch, a big rematch for a heavyweight uh, battle here with Deontay Wilder. So mm-hmm. this concerns me, but we'll see. Anyway. Yeah, and we already discussed that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and I thought he did a great job on the promo. I was surprised at how good Tyson was on the promo. So, all right, Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander, as we mentioned, they go at a great, great match. Really fun. Both showcased. Yes, uh, 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 Cedric gets the loss here, but he loses nothing in the loss because it was great back and forth, and Murphy uses that Murphy's Law to finish it out. Because, to be fair... Buddy hasn't had as much of a push as Cedric, so you got to let uh, 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 Buddy get the victory here to get him over even more so with the fans. Anything to say about that? Um, sorry, I'm just telling normal no what to do. Uh, I love this match. I thought it was a great try. I think that a lot of people have been like, well, Buddy Murphy's been on SmackDown for weeks now. They haven't done anything with him. So I felt like they did a good job being like, at least making it look like we're going to showcase yeah. Buddy Murphy here. Like the best kept secret is out. Um, you know, I was re-watching old ECW over the weekend. Yes, I know. You were tweeting about it. And I was. Mike Awesome. I love Mike Awesome. You do. Uh, rest in peace, Mike Awesome. And Super Crazy. Man, Super Crazy is my favorite. Well, so this is what that I was, was my, under, I almost tweeted back at you, but I was like, nah, it'll sound like I'm marking. He's my underdog favorite guy on, NA, on uh, ECW. Yeah, Super Crazy was great. Yeah. I loved Super Crazy in ECW, but the reason I brought that up is actually because of that. You know, when I was watching the three-way dance, I was thinking about that era and oh. guys like, you know, the Tajiri yeah. and, and the Guido and, and, and super crazy and right. more, you know, um, luchadors and even guys like Nova and, and yeah. stuff like that where they were. And, and even later years, like the kid cashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Heyman has always been really good at my opinion at, at, um, uh, at showcasing some of the maybe smaller guys who yeah. wrestle a, a, a more lucha luchador style, more cruiserweight style, um, and, and showcasing them. And I feel like um, his roster right now is stacked with luchador talent like that, like the Humberto yeah. Carrillo, the Akira Tozawa, Ricochet, AJ Styles, Andrade. I mean, all the people who wrestle that fast-paced style like that. Right. Um, and I really feel like... Um, we could be in for a very uh, enjoyable time on Raw when mm-hmm. it comes to the professional wrestling that they show us. And I feel like this is a sign um, of what could be the type of high-paced action that we see on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, as, and I, I was bummed about Cedric Alexander losing, but um, as long as he doesn't become Ali in this situation and he, and he, keeps, <laughs> he keeps getting the push, I'll, I'll be happy about it. Wasn't there an angry Amish? Wasn't yeah, there? Amish roadkill. Amish roadkill, right? Mm-hmm. I- I loved watching him because yeah. the idea of an Amish wrestler. Chris, Chris Kenny and Amish roadkill. Yeah, I was just looking it up now. I wanted to make sure I wasn't like off base on this, but I love because I mean, Glow had a little bit of those characters as well that were like out of different cultures and so I, I the, or religions rather. I almost so bought a Glow shirt at LA Comic Con this weekend. Really? They had like a booth there and I was staring at the shirt, but I was like, like from the is it old co- school Glow? Yeah, okay. yeah. And I was staring at the booth thinking like, because the shirts were all like super 80s. Yes. And I was like, well, I look cool, like fashionable wearing those like super retro 80s shirts. Sure. Well, I just look lame that I'm wearing these super lame like or wearing these 80s retro shirts with like girls that are like sunset strip look vibe, you know, like on the sh- on the front. I wasn't sure. I didn't buy it. I probably should have. I yeah, regret it. You should have. Probably. Was cool. I'm sure you can get it online. I could have been wearing it right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kabu- and here's another highlight of the night. Kabuki Warriors versus Natty and Lacey. Love this match. Yeah, great. Absolutely love this match. Both back and forth. Kari Sane, whoo, that spin uh, punch on uh, on Lacey. My God. Uh, but great back and forth all around. Oscar uh, uh, gets that, pin, that uh, uh, heel pin, and they're out the door. But 
What does this mean? Is Lacey now a face, or was this heel versus heel? It was weird, heels? too, because Lacey went to SmackDown. He's going to SmackDown, yeah, yeah. so I was a little confused. But I was honestly wondering the same thing. I was like, are they trying to turn Lacey face? Because that's not needed. Like, she's such a, an effective heel right now. Like, I don't know if that's needed. Mm. Um, so I did find that very... I, I, I was wondering that, too. Yeah. Um, and her hyping her mystery partner or just to be the person that she's had all these, like, random matches with lately... Yeah. The whole arc of that storyline has been weird, especially since they ended up getting draft or drafted to different brands now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was also a little confused, but I did enjoy the match. I thought they, did, they all did a great job. I love that Asuka has the face paint now, which yeah. got the green yeah. kind of like dripping down her face like from that uh, old WWE 2K commercial and, and reminiscent of what the mask that she would wear looks like. So I like that a lot. Um, Asuka and Kyrie Sane are doing a great job of healing it up. Yes, but, Corey Sane. Yeah, there. You know, you wouldn't think it, but but Kyrie Sane's doing such a good job of being like the most wholesome, cocky person yeah. imaginable, and I love it. Um, so I'm I, I'm 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 feeling that, and um, I, I yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a really good job. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, I thought so too. We'll see where we go. But let me throw a case out there for you for Lacey going face. A, she's going to SmackDown. B, it's on Fox. She's a former military person. There's possibilities here they want to appeal to the red states with someone like Lacey Evans. Turning her face, her history, her situation, it's certainly possible. And she's so over with the fans as a heel, you know as well, from many decades of watching wrestling, the switch to face isn't that hard when you're that over as a heel. I just think that, she, that they, have, they don't have... And she has to fight Bailey. Bailey's a heel. I just don't think that WWE has a ton. That point is 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 more along the lines of like maybe they want to have her uh, to go against Bailey. That's yeah. more likely. Um, but I just feel like there's not a lot of people in WWE have like who have genuine heat. Like Lacey Evans has yeah. genuine hate. Right. Heat. People l- hate her. And, right. and I, I I I similar to MJF. I feel like. You, you make it look like he's got shades of a good guy too soon, and you're like, why? You wasted a year of him right. being the worst person. Right. And I just don't think they've fully exhausted her options yet as yeah. a heel. So I, I, I okay. don't feel like it's as needed. I like the MJF stuff when he was uh, when uh, Cody moved him away from those the two female anchors on a local show. Yeah. Because she was grabbing his scarf. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. That was Cody being like, okay, that's what yeah. I'm going to misread that. <laughs> that was a brilliant improv moment by Cody there for uh, for that. If you haven't seen it, you should watch that quick video. But all right, there you go. That's Raw. Do you want to talk no, about it? what do you mean? Okay. What, what's, oh, wait. You didn't write the, the craziest part oh, of the show Because in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to forget that. So my bad. All right, let's talk about it. Firefly Funhouse. Uh, this was teased throughout the night. Then, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's there talking his stuff there in the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, you hear Ramblin' Rabbit say, Seth Rollins is coming. Uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt says, no, no, he protects us. Remember, he protects us. Then uh, Rollins shows up. You hear the comical do-do-do, yeah. as you would in the funhouse. Yes. And then he destroys the whole thing. Really interesting. Bray comes up and says, why are you doing to us, this uh, to us, Seth? That was an interesting moment that I really liked. Yeah. And then Seth sets the whole thing on fire. So overall, what are your thoughts? You know, I like that one moment the most. Yes. Because when, when, when Bray Wyatt said that, because it was the first time we've almost seen, like, a glimpse of the fact that Bray Wyatt in the Funhouse is the most pure version of himself, where he actually is good in the Funhouse. Yeah, and it's almost like he's like in the Matrix to a certain degree, where it's like he doesn't know what, like, you know, he, he's being blinded by the Fiend. Yeah, so. In this area, he's being kept pure, and like he he actually was like, "Please don't do this to me. I'm safe here." Like yeah. this is what it felt like almost, right. you know. Like, please don't make me unsafe, yeah. you know. So, you know, I, 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 I was very mixed on this because I, I, I hope I don't want this to be the end of the Funhouse because I feel like the Funhouse is. Done. I hope that's not the case because I feel like the Funhouse. Is, has been done so well, right. and there's absolutely no reason to kill it, especially when you've had the Miz TV going for 20 years now, mm-hmm. or however it's been. It's a good vehicle for Bray Wyatt. There is yeah. absolutely no reason to, to get rid of that vehicle yet. There are so many avenues to go in that direction with. There are people who people still love it. No one wants it to go away. Considering WWE digs their heels into things for a long time and won't do it based on fan reaction, 
it's mind-boggling to me that they're even they would even think about getting rid of yeah. the funhouse. Yeah. My hope is that all of this was in his head still somehow, and that and that somehow Wyatt Rollins got into Bray Wyatt's head. I don't know. I also hope that maybe that burning down the funhouse will maybe lead to that next chapter I've been looking for. Yeah. If they are actually burning down the funhouse, yeah. I've been hoping that this leads to like, okay, what's been actually happening then? How? Did Seth find the funhouse? Yeah, and 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 what was actually going on there? If he burned it down. We saw the first in those first few vignettes that there was more going on in the funhouse. They like did those flashes where it was actually looked different, where it was like this dark room where scary things were happening. Yeah. We've heard another girl laughing in the room. If Seth was able to get in there and burn it down, it better lead to that page being turned yeah. to where we can figure out what's actually going on there. Otherwise it will all that, that will have been the biggest waste of an, of one of the coolest, most unique things WWE has had in decade. Okay. There you go. That's your feelings on it. I respect it. Uh, I think it's done. I think it's ashes now. Doesn't mean he can't come back in some reconstructed form five months down the road, but I think because the fiend is so over, they're like, we, maybe we don't need that funhouse stuff anymore. Let him be this guy who, shows up and does the stuff that he does and then eventually put the belt on him as they want to do probably but i also felt last night two things one when they were face to face i thought to myself this would be an awesome tag team those two as a tag team would be almost unstoppable the second thing i thought was are they turning seeth heel a lot, I saw a lot of people ask that as well. Yeah. That like, was this supposed this to be a feels, double turn type this thing? This felt like a heel move and then a face turn for, yes, a double move. Exactly. It's because of the, how the fans reacted. And that's the way maybe you turn around that hell in a cell decision and be like, ah, oh, we'll forget about it because he turned face and Seth turned heel. I just find that very, very interesting if that's the way they're going to go. And I wouldn't be uh, opposed to it. I don't and him think fighting need- Reigns last week in SmackDown was kind of a way to kind of put that idea back in people's heads. I would not hate Rollins being a heel again. Yeah, um, and I that. would not hate the Fiend being positioned as an anti-hero of yeah. sorts. You know, everyone loves the Joker right now, and, and you know, people were cheering for him in the theater I was in, and so I know. Uh, That's messed up. I know. Uh, and so I, you know, I, people are cheering for the, the fiend. Yeah. He's definitely not getting booed. He's definitely getting cheered. Um, I guess it doesn't hurt to make Bray Wyatt, if he's going to be on, wait, no, he's on SmackDown right now, right? Yeah. And Brock Lesnar's also on SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say it wouldn't hurt to make him like a Brock Lesnar-like figure that only shows up every once in a while. Yeah. And then, the, if you know, on the Funhouse, you literally can't see him. You only see The Fiend. But I just think people were sell- they were selling merch. I just, people saying, really love The Funhouse. I, I don't think there was a reason to get rid of it. The Fiend's going to go to SmackDown, right? The Fiend's on SmackDown? Yeah, he's on SmackDown. So I can't see them doing that Firefly Funhouse on Fox. I just can't. I think that's walking the line. I think they thought, well, let's burn it to the ground now. We'll see how The Fiend works on there. And then maybe down the road, we can explore opening it back up and bringing it back. And maybe they thought that for a primetime audience to see a guy struggling with his mental health issues, maybe not the best. Who says, we don't know if that's what's happening. We don't know if that's what's happening. personalities. What are you talking about? It's not happening. I, uh, that's such a. I'm just telling you how it reads. I'm not telling you, like, you I think I'm that people agree looking, with it. I'm telling you, you how it reads. Bray Wyatt thing looks bad on mental Ryan illness. Ryan you want to crow about having worked on television. You know how f- executives fucking think. And you know they go for the safe route nine times out of ten. So they may look at that and be like, they, I don't they think. They would have drafted Bray Wyatt to SmackDown if that was the case. Well, they burnt the funhouse. Maybe that is the case and why they burnt it. Maybe. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. At least we end, we end still as friends. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching this episode of the Raw Recap on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I was your host, John Roga. That's uh, Ryan Satt. You want to tell them where they can write? Oh, they, well, sorry, where they can read, uh, listen, and watch everything we do? ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. Make sure you like the videos. Make sure you comment. I reply when I can or when I feel inclined to. Uh, so please keep doing that. I appreciate it a lot. Also, if you just want to listen to the audio of these things, check out the podcast feed. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio on all of the biggest podcast platforms. Boom. There you go. You follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roga Says. And we'll uh, talk to you next time on the Raw Recap on Pro Wrestling Sheet. <laughs> ProWrestlingSheet.com
Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 